0: it to first, the Rams are World Champions! The Rams were built to win the Super Bowl, and they have sealed the deal. The Golden State Warriors return to a familiar place, they're on top of the NBA world. They've reached the seventh, of the ambulance of 2022 Stanley Cup champions!
1: we're
2: back episode 147 of for future considerations being released on this the final day of august scarier than poltergeist that the summer has finally come to an end i'm manny matt and john are here fellas are you as upset about this as
0: i am you're ending summer already right now
2: it's the last day of august
0: wow there's still plenty of summer life. We live in the, the banana belt down here. You'll be using your pool in November if you don't close it. Really, eh? I first oh, have yeah. to get the tree out of the pool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> after <yeah>. the storms <laughs> on
2: Monday. Rashad, what are you doing? Get that new car down here. Can it pull a tree out of a
1: pool? <laughs> oh, no problem. <laughs> Mazda 3s are made for towing, aren't they?
2: <laughs> right, what's the towing capacity on that? I see it in the commercial all the time. <laughs> How you doing, Rashad?
1: Good. I'm depressed about the end of summer because up here it snows about the third week of September.
0: <laughs> did you even get a summer by chance? Uh, well, what was the the stretch of warmest days you had up there?
1: Actually, we did we did get a pretty good summer. We got about uh, three solid weeks of like 25 to 30 degrees. So it took a little while to get here, but it came.
2: Wow. Well, Rashad. Take some vacation. Come on down for a visit. I'll purposely leave the pool open. And Matt will purposely leave a little bit of vodka in the Tito's bottle for you, <laughs> when, you when you come back down.
1: Perfect. <laughs> we'll
0: play a game called uh,
1: <laughs> Tall
0: Boy Roulette. You ever played it?
1: <laughs> that was a lot of fun.
0: <laughs>
2: this time we'll make sure there are no seltzers in there <laughs> this is the first episode of the week stay tuned later as we we'll share some details on our guest for the ot this week for the very first episode in september
1: yeah you won't want to miss that it'd be a real shame if you missed the ot this week and if you missed the <laughs> ot last week you missed a doozy of a show
0: it's a real shame if you la- miss last week's OVT we had former NHL enforcer Nathan Parrott on the show who shared some stories about playing in Russia he had some of the opponents that he was fighting there was a gun involved in some of these stories it, it really did cover everything so if you've got a drive of any distance coming up in the next little bit make sure that that one is the one that you pull out because you're probably going to end up sitting in your car in the parking lot so leave early <laughs> I want to make sure that you get there in time for your meeting because you're going to want to sit in the car and listen to the rest of nathan parent stories such a good show
2: that one was so good and next week we'll host our very first fantasy football draft thank you to everyone who signed up we are looking forward to that and in fact we are going to broadcast the entire draft for you fantasy football fans, and you can mock everyone with their picks, just as I'm sure we will mock everyone else. Too. Yeah,
0: how are we doing this? So we're gonna we're gonna be on uh, doing on the, the show live. Yes. Don't these drafts take like four and a half hours? No,
2: they'll be very quick, two minute limit, and we'll give fans options. Okay, I pick. 22. Okay. These are the players okay. that are up.
0: So this is going to be like a live thing.
1: The like live they're going to be drafts.
2: able to. Oh yeah. my goodness! Okay. So we're going to, and we're going to let Rashad pick everyone. <laughs>
0: oh boy.
1: Because <laughs> if there's one thing I know, it's NFL football.
0: <laughs> oh my. shot somehow going to pick Lionel Richie in the third round.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How are the Detroit Browns doing so far He's in like- this
0: preseason? <laughs>
2: As long as the rest of the Commodores
0: are playing the offensive line, you will be fine. What do you mean we got Diana Ross as the left tackle?
2: <laughs> oh, Rashad, we'll have you, we'll let you make a few picks, Rashad. We're looking forward to this draft.
1: Oh wow, yeah, definitely stay tuned for that. But uh, first, let's debate this week. Holy. <laughs>
0: time since 2002 there's a mariner in the
1: 2020 club Julio <laughs> rodriguez is the latest player to sign a massive new contract in major league baseball he has signed a 12-year deal worth 210 million dollars and can go up to 400 million with incentives what do you guys think of that deal
0: oh these always scare me they all 12 years 400 million dollars quite possibly for for this kid uh, incredible talent Seattle has always been uh, one of those teams that will take chances with trades uh, with Jerry DePoto as their general manager they'll spend some money I didn't realize they had that much money uh, <laughs> but I think this is gonna go under the file that I would normally put it in as you can't cry poor anymore this can't be the only thing you do what else are you gonna do you've got this kid locked up for 12 years now but uh, you can't cry poor in a few years that you can't get anybody else because you're paying him so a great deal for the kid of course Uh, scary for the team for sure but uh, if anything else this is a a sign for the Mariners that uh, it's time to to start spending a little bit more
1: I think this is a terrible idea. I don't understand teams that make these deals. When the guy gets injured in the first couple of years of this deal, you're left with nothing. These things rarely work out, in my opinion, and I think this is insane.
2: The uh, Rashad raises a fair point, right? Like Acuna signs the big deal and yeah. then tears his ACL. That's her. You know, Yelich in Milwaukee. Tatis. Tatis, right. Of course, Tatis, the most recent one. He gets hurt and then makes terrible decisions on a bike (laughs) and gets hurt. um, And makes terrible decisions trying to... What did he have that he took the PEDs Uh, for? The tapeworm or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, look, this guy, like, it's a 12-year, $210 million deal. And I know that you've been a fan of some of these before. This guy's, like, major league career is 111 games. Yeah, he's 21. He's a rookie. He's a a child. He's struck out 127 times already.
2: And and if you look at the deal, it's already more than double what Acuna signed for. For sure. Just three years ago. Yeah. Three years ago, right? So... I'm I'm never against a player getting his, right? You always with these owners who are multi billionaires, right? You're never wrong with a player. But I like this deal more so than the other deals because it's incentive laden, which I think is a great way to reward players, mm-hmm. right? So okay, he'll make two hundred and ten million dollars over twelve years. Nothing to sneeze at, right? Sure. Pretty good chump change, yeah. right? But if he finishes In the MVP voting, if he finishes, if he gets a top ten vote uh, four times in his career or over the length of the deal, it goes up to two sixty. If he wins one MVP, it goes to two eighty. If it wins two MVPs, he goes to the contract goes to three hundred and fifty million. So there's incentives there, and I think this is how all deals should be done in all sports. You get a base salary. It could still be very rich, like this one, yep. $210 million, But then you get bonus after bonus after bonus if you reach certain landmarks in your career. Mm-hmm. And I think this is how all baseball deals will be done. Other players will balk at it. Um, you know, like Juan Soto wants oh, to sign He up. ain't doing no insane. Yeah, right? deal. He's going to sign for $500 million, yep, right? With yep. his Scott Boris as his agent. Like, this may be the worst deal that Scott Boris could have hoped for for another star player, right? Because all he wants to do is he wants to avoid the incentives and just sign the big deal no matter what, right? For Juan Soto. Mm -hmm. But I think this is a perfect perfect um, book you know playbook yeah yeah for for teams and young players going forward do i think it's going to be become the norm heck no no but i think this is a perfect deal
0: and the ridiculous thing about it too and and you mentioned uh, how much you know he's a child right like He's he's 21 he's 21 years old so you're gonna ride this contract out he's gonna come up to the end of this deal at 33 years old it's not, right? it's not even old. This could turn into the Bobby Bonilla contract, yeah, right? Yeah, you could end up deferring this until he, he's got great grandkids. Who knows? Uh, yeah, like Rashad mentioned, he could get hurt yep. in
2: three years, and his career could be over, and you've sure. still got to pay his ass. However, you're going to be paying his ass at 210 <laughs> mil and not 400 mil, uh-huh. right? So that's why I think this deal works.
1: And speaking of baseball, we received this question from Roy in London. I bought my car from a guy named Roy in London. Is that the is that the same guy? Um, he asked. I don't know. Huh? Could be. Roy, welcome aboard. Uh, he asked about the possible <laughs> sale of the LA Angels by Artie Marino. And Roy asked, "Is this good news for Angels fans?"
2: Well, it's not terrible news. Like they can't do any worse with the new owner, <coughs> right? They may they may have the two best players in the American League in Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Hmm. and they're still. 20-plus games below 500. They actually did sweep the Blue Jays, but that's another topic. In Toronto. In Toronto, of all places, too. However, in saying that, the owner can't do any worse. What I do hope for Angels fans is that the owner actually hires some more competent baseball people to build teams around their star players, because right now the GM and everyone else has wasted the best years of Mike Trout, and are they going to keep Shohei Otani? Mm-hmm. What's it worth, though? Like, I looked it up. Forbes has the Angels valued at $2.2 billion. Okay. So what do you think they got?
0: Ah, they'll probably get into the threes, I would think. At least two and a half. Yeah, right? I mean, look at the look at the market, right? You're in Southern California, and like, really, that's none of the other L.A. teams or San Diego teams or anything like that are, are coming up for sale. He he's an odd duck. Um, he seems to be very hands on, which is probably not the greatest. Um, and I think that's where the mismanagement comes from. He he has no problem spending, which is a regular baseball fan, and that's why, like, I'm I'm mixed in this. I I would hope or prefer to work with or be a fan of a team with an owner that will spend money. He has never shied away from spending money. I think he has no idea what he's doing with baseball in general. And I also think that he wants to be the guy that ends up making all of the decisions within baseball. So there's never been a big-time general manager that's come through there. He had Mike Socia forever. And that was probably a trust thing and a bond thing or whatever. But I also think there's a bit of Art Moreno that... He wants to be the guy that makes the last decision all the time. So that's why they've made some terrible, terrible signings. But he spent the money, so like I, I'm I'm mixed in the fact that like yeah, if it's his money and he wants to be really hands on and he doesn't know anything about baseball, does that suck for sure? Or he could be a Tigers fan and have a cheap piece of shit as an owner who's not going to spend any money on <laughs> on anybody anyways. So I don't know, I, I don't know. As a as a baseball fan, you've got Mike Trout and Shohei Otani in there. He's willing to spend money. He spends it on the wrong guys. It's probably a better scenario than a lot of other teams. That's a fair point. That's a fair
2: point. Like, Rashad, it's a great debate. What would you have? An owner? It's his money, Mm -hmm. right? So would you rather have an owner, because it's his money, be a little bit more hands-on? Or would you rather have a guy saying, you know, this is the budget. You figure it out.
1: Yeah, I think I'd rather have an owner that's willing to spend and be a little bit more hands-on because hopefully if he makes a dumb move, he's just going to go out and spend more money and then compensate for it and get somebody better, you would hope. Like uh, They were saying he was fiercely against the trade of Otani, so at least there's that, right? Well,
2: that was smart, I think. Yeah. 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 (laughs)
1: And
0: I mean, they've done something right there. Like you you drafted Mike Trout 27th or whatever number it was that he went in the draft. You attracted Otani. And, you know, that was uh, from from him coming over and and the history of Japanese baseball and such. I mean, I didn't know there was a lot of connection with Anaheim and and Japanese baseball. He kind of you know drew the path up for that. And and I'm sure he was a big part of of that negotiation. I just think he doesn't know anything about baseball. And I, I don't think he likes people around him that would challenge him in, in that sense or uh, whatever so I, I'm, I'm with you John like I, I, I don't know where you know I, I don't know where I'd rather sit would you rather have the guy that's going to give Josh Hamilton $250 million or the guy that says no we're not we're not even going to be talking to Josh Hamilton we're going to sign Javier Baez because it's like I did something but it didn't actually go after anybody good not that I have any connection to that whatsoever. <laughs> <literally. laughs> <laughs> Not that you cheer for that team Not whatsoever. No, I mean, this is all just really, yeah, you know, that's uh, just kind of ideas that are popping in my head as we right, talk. Right, you know, right, I, right. I don't know, I don't know. Can you
1: believe what we just saw? This is incredible.
0: You know, guys, I got to be honest. I have goofball. Unbelievable. My God.
1: Oh, wow. And now it's time for our play of the week. Instead of giving you the winner this week, we're just going to play one of the four options up for grabs in the poll. Drive toward the left field line. Quan trying to get to it and foul. Ground reaching into the crowd. Did he hang on to it? He did. He made the catch. That was an amazing catch by Stephen Kwan of the Cleveland Guardians as he jumped into the stands to make a catch. To see if that play won or if other baseball and football players won, just go to our account on Twitter at PodcastFFC
2: unbelievable plays this week. I can't believe the winner. You got to go check it out. Podcast FFC oh. on Twitter. I tried to get a soccer play invoice, yeah. but there were too many good football and baseball right, you plays. You can be
0: Liverpool scores nine goals and, and you can't, uh, you can't find a highlight from that. <laughs> like a good goal. Hey, I get a, I get a notification and I'm going through Twitter. And I'm liking all the podcast FFC po- uh, uh, posts and stuff because I mean, what else are you going to do? That's the, that's the mecca of, mecca of sports. Yeah. And I'm looking at the thing. Nine, nothing in a soccer game. See, I could watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you were the opposing team. Not if you
2: were the I losing can, team. I could watch that. it break your TV. <laughs>
0: Our play of the week is brought to you by London Awnings, quality that shows. And remember to vote on next week's poll. We will post the options on Monday. We will reveal the winner. Sometimes we like to tease you a little bit. Sometimes yeah, you know, just, we, we come home a little drunk and then we just fall asleep. Sometimes <laughs> we come uh, we come home and we're ready to go. So just, you know.
2: John wants more followers on the podcast account, so we're just going to direct people to the podcast account. Right. Good
0: job, John. Yeah, podcast go. That's how our marketing department is working for us as well. Roy in London is uh, is helping with the marketing now yeah, too. So
2: Rashad is look, he's directing people to the Twitter. Oh yeah, he's this guy talking to people selling cars. <laughs> now they're throwing in questions this into guy. the pod. He's just advertising the podcast everywhere. You're getting a raise. <laughs> Jill?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for some hockey talk yeah it's great obviously it's you know an unbelievable place to play a lot of energy and fans are great i think everyone always gets excited playing vegas you know the city is is unbelievable and you know i'm i'm really excited you know to play at a, a rink that's always full, and you know when people are are into it and you know want to be there and you know uh, it should be a lot of fun Phil Kessel is signed with the Vegas Golden Knights as a free agent. Just before we go to this, man, he looks old. Doesn't he look old? He looks so old. <laughs> anyway. I feel like he
0: came out old.
1: <laughs> He's been around a while. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, we had a few questions about the signing from listeners Josh and Jake. What do you guys think of the deal?
2: Phil Kessel. How old is he? He's 34.
0: He'll be he's 35 in October, right? He yeah. looks
1: 70.
0: <laughs> he's about uh <laughs> He's about Julio Rodriguez's age when he gets out of that deal. He looks 70. <laughs> this guy.
2: Well, he's coming off a tremendous season. Played 82 games. Yeah. 8 goals. Fantastic. 52 points. 52 points? That's like almost a point in game. Minus 24. Oh, that's,
0: I mean, he's, he was, uh, where did he play Arizona? Yes, <laughs> but he was with the Coyotes.
2: He was a first-round pick in the 2006
0: draft, Rashad. Yeah fifth overall, so he has been around a while. And let's say this uh, 2006-2007 was his rookie year. This past season was the first year that he had scored less than 14 goals in a season. He's been double digits all the time. The, The one season he scored 14, With Arizona, 14 goals, 20 goals, and 8 goals was his three-year totals with Arizona. Before that, the least amount of goals that he had scored in a a full season was 19, and that was in 2007-2008. So the guy can put the puck in the net, and that's what Vegas does. It's not a bad deal, but it certainly doesn't make him any better. No, and he's old, as He's we're old, out, Seven so. years old. But in Vegas, I mean, he's gonna be the he's gonna be doing weddings pretty soon. And this is why it's a good deal. Even though he
2: only scored eight goals, he was on a terrible coyotes team. Yep. So now he plays with Vegas, who needs players because they just got rid of Pacioretti for a bag of pox. Yeah. Right? So they need people to play with stone and Eichel right up front, and yep. Petrangelo, who's he going to feed the puck to? Yeah. Kessel can still score, and at one year, $1.5 million, there's is low risk there for, for sure. the Vegas Golden Knights who are up against the cap. I think this is a smart move for Vegas.
0: And he's the perfect example of the guy that, hell, at the trade deadline, if he's at 19, 20 goals, and Vegas is not in the playoffs, as we're somewhat predicting, you could flip him for something else, right? There's some picks in there. There's some some value in him for for a stretch run. But even as a second line, if he ends up in the second line, you've got Marchessault. So- Carlson and Phil Kessel. He gets power play time. Like, yes. This could very well be a big year for Phil Kessel. I think this is worth a gamble on both sides. Yeah. Vegas pun intended. Right. The only gamble that Vegas really has here
2: is keeping him out of the casino because he loves the casino and he loves to
0: play poker and blackjack. So imagine being 34 years old. You're in the twilight. You kind of you know you're you're on the decline, and Las Vegas calls. Hey, we need you but we only need you for one and a half. You're not really going to be an integral part of what we're trying to do here. And you can stay at the Flamingo Hilton. Sure. Where do I oh, sign? Man. He's made his millions. This one and a half will be his spending money. Exactly. That's and, what Rashad does every week. <laughs> <laughs> and if it was the, to- if if we had this year's total compared to the rest of the team in Vegas, he would have led the team in assists. At 44. Ooh, really? Eh? Yep. Yep. Chandler Stevenson at 43. And then the next highest was uh, Marcia. So at 36. So like points uh, in scoring total, he would have been third on that team in scoring behind Marsha So and Chandler Stevenson. So we're making fun of Phil. Phil might be up for 100 points this year.
1: Stat <laughs> of the day right there, shot.
0: Oh you ready?
1: And now it's time for Rapid Fire, and we're going to start with another hockey question from a fan. Fred in Swift Current emailed us and asked about Mike Babcock, who said he has no intention of coaching again in the NHL. Fred asks if we think if an NHL team should take a chance on him.
2: Uh, I don't think so, actually. I think, you know, I think there are times when, you know, it's time to move on. I've always talked about this. I think you have as well, Matt. Like, let's stop recycling the old coaches and look for new coaching, mm-hmm. new new coaching philosophies, new coaching, um, n- new coaching hires who are young and up-and-comers, right? Mm-hmm. I think Mike Babcock had his time, and he had a tremendous car- career internationally with Team Canada. Um, he coached the Ducks. He coached the Red Wings to the Cup. Mm-hmm. He coached the Maple Leafs as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think he's had his time. He's... Six, speaking of old, I think he's over the age of 60, right? So uh, I know we coached university hockey in Saskatchewan. Yep. They got off to a 7-0 and start before losing in the quarterfinals. So, you know, I think Mike is perfectly fine to just retire, relax, and enjoy life and not worry about coming to the NHL because I think NHL teams should be looking elsewhere for the next Mike Babcock, not the old Mike Babcock. Let's look for the next Mike Babcock.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. What do you think, John? Yeah, I agree. I think um, new blood in the NHL is always a good idea. And yeah, Babcock's had a success. And uh, yeah, just ease into retirement. And let's get some new blood in there, new thinking in the league.
2: Didn't he lose his job because of an old-time philosophy, too, with the Maple Leafs? Yeah, absolutely. For sure.
0: Yeah. For sure, I, I think Mike Babcock's going to be in the NHL one day, and I'm talking about Mike Babcock the third, his son. Okay. But I don't think <laughs> I don't think senior. Uh, I, I think, and I believe him. I think his his time and interest in the NHL has passed. I truly think the time and interest of the NHL of Mike Babcock has passed. I, I think this is probably going to just be a a pretty clean split, uh, one way or another. And I I don't expect his name coming up anytime soon because what job would be attractive to Mike Babcock right now right. nobody's firing their coach because they're just about to win the Stanley Cup and he's not coming back to rebuild anything so
1: and by the way a couple of uh, big-time Stanley Cup celebrations on the weekend Nazem Kadri took his cup to the Muslim mosque in London and Curtis McDermott had his cup uh, well the cup <laughs> on Lake Huron and Sobble Beach how good is that
2: that's great yeah very cool saw the photos of the Sobble <laughs> Beach party it was a great day on the beach for Curtis McDermott, who's a great kid, comes from a great family. Got to get some of the McDermott's on the podcast, too. And I love Nazim Kadri bringing the cup to the mosque. Mm-hmm. Like I, when we talk about hockey is for everyone, that's a prime example of, of showing it off. And, and the crowd that was in London to celebrate with him. Fantastic.
0: It was wild. Yeah. yeah. Rashad, did you go to Sable Beach? Did you get to drink from the cup or <laughs> eat some Fruit Loops or anything like that? Uh, did Jill make you a turkey and, and you got to eat the turkey? out of the Stanley Cup, what what interaction did you have with uh with the, the greatest trophy in sports? Did they fill it with Arby's? Oh, <laughs> that'd be
1: good. Of, Could you imagine? Just a face full of roast beef. And then the cheese sauce? Oh
0: yeah, you and Bruno just look at each other's faces. Make sure you don't miss a drop. <laughs>
2: Rashad, what would you put in the cup? It's a great what question. Day? Great question.
1: Oh I think I'd have to go like You gotta do, like, beer and wine, everyone's champagne, everyone's done that. You gotta go, like, chocolate milk or something. Like, you gotta go something a little outside the box. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Well, Crosley would come over, at least.
1: (laughs) I love chocolate milk. That's That's the moral of that story.
0: What are you going with? Oh my gosh! No, no boo. I mean, we're we're gonna drink your pool yes. of the booze like out of that thing. The first, the first. And no <laughs> seltzers, keeper. The first choice is beer. Watermelon, yeah. uh, tutti frutti.
2: If I can't have beer, then I'm putting in some sort of mix. Want mix? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah some yeah. sort
2: of mixes. My dad would say, sure. "You want to mix." And you mix up whatever you want. You know, whiskey and ginger. Yeah, yeah. You know, vodka and soda, whatever you want in there. I'm a vodka
1: and orange juice guy.
0: There you oh go. Oh, my I gosh. saw a video of a guy that was putting uh, Starburst into, like, a coffee maker and filling it with tequila where the water is, and then it heats up and it melts the Starburst things, and it blends with the tequila, and it becomes a drink. Really? Yeah. I saw a video. Continue. I might have to try that this <laughs> Labor Day weekend. <laughs> Pretty
2: neat. i would go out in style on of summer. God. <laughs> uh, what would you do? I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I like, want to be something clever. Somebody's done poutine
0: already, so... Yeah do poutine yeah i don't know like what's the what's the greatest food that you could possibly have at at volume like that like it's not small that's for sure and i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't do ice cream or anything like that i don't know maybe a good portuguese soup
2: (laughs) 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 he's got a lentil in there Maybe like a big bowl of M and M's. Okay. just fill it up with M and Okay, I could see that.
0: I can go for that. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you need is like those bits and bites. Yeah, the whole like a two bags of chips, of bits and bites in there, a couple of of Reese's pieces, a smorgasbord of candy, just junk food. Let's go with junk food <laughs> as the answer, Raj. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we have another question from Philip in Toronto about tattoos after Araldus Chapman of the New York Yankees went on injured reserve after he got a tattoo that got infected. Philip wants to know if we have any tattoos.
2: Did he get a tattoo of you, Rashad? And that's why <laughs> I got infected? Or what's going on? I have zero body ink. I don't know about you guys. You're I don't all natural. Know. Okay. I'm natural. I don't okay. even know if you guys have body ink.
0: Well, we've seen all of Rashad, and I can tell you that he hasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you want to count that eagle that he's got on his back. (laughs) He sticks his arms out. (laughs) Looks like he's about to take flight.
2: I thought he was saying he was going to do a ruler on the you-know-what.
0: <laughs> or like a meter stick, like, right, John, yeah! Oh, yeah! <laughs> that never happened, did it's, it, Rashad? No, right? He's going to have a life-size tattoo of a CFL stadium on that.
1: There
2: and Didn't he have the old motto, our balls are bigger on the back of his... <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I got I got ink?
1: nothing. I got nothing. Either. No ink,
0: no nope. ink, nothing, nothing. Okay. We're like we are in the vast minority Is it so? You know what? I was having a conversation um, with with my girlfriend, I think, last week, and it it was like it's it's now surprising. I think when you see somebody who still smokes cigarettes. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But. And I think it's also surprising to see somebody walking around that isn't inked up at some point. Like, I feel right. like I feel like 98% of the population over 20 has a tattoo. And well, and the, the other 2% are on this podcast.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, I
2: agree. My wife Shannon has tattoos. Really? See? I'm, yeah. Do your significant others have tattoos? No. Jill
1: doesn't.
0: No. No. Oh, wow. No.
1: Shannon so does? Is there, got, where, where are Shannons? Shannon's got
0: yeah shannon's got steve-o on her back right (laughs) she has property of manny we don't need to know where
2: (laughs) (laughs) she we actually had this conversation on the weekend um and she says she will never get my name as a tattoo sure because that will just jinx the relationship I right. It
0: would, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Well, who was, who, Rashad, I would ask you this. Who was the celebrity news? There was a couple that had been together for a long time, and then they broke up. But somebody, one of them had turned a tattoo that they had of of their significant other into, the, like, the face of the dog.
2: That was Sly Stallone, Okay. I think. Oh. Did you hear that one, Rashad? No, I hadn't Sly and it. his
0: wife. Sly and his wife had been together forever And he's got like a tattoo of her face on the shoulder But then at some point Somebody took a picture of him in a convertible Wearing a, a muscle shirt Which is a perfectly normal thing to do when you're 88 to 8 years old And, and the, the tattoo of his wife The face was now like Morphed into their dog Wow <laughs>
2: That takes a little bit of work. Ouch. Or maybe (laughs) it (laughs) doesn't.
1: They do say owners and dogs start to look alike after a while. That was an
0: old dog.
1: Can you email Philip back,
2: John, and uh, ask him if he has any tattoos? Yeah, I bet you
0: Philip's not up. He's got a full sleeve. Come he's on, got a tattoo Phillip. of a Aroldis Chapman's infected tattoo, this guy, I bet. How many, we should only be asking Philip how many teardrops he's got. Yeah,
2: seriously. Uh. I bet you there is a Yankees fan who's going to get a, a tattoo which would have been infected I would only,
0: Hey, there's people that have already tattooed uh, Kansas City Royals 2022 World Series champions out there probably oh, somewhere. Shit. So,
1: <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny? I have a, a good friend of mine from childhood. He got a New England Patriots tattoo on his uh, was chest or his bicep, and then the next year they changed the logo. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> And uh, we posted this on our social media feeds. UNLV has a turnover slot machine on the sidelines for its defense to celebrate. What do you guys think of that?
2: This thing is next level. (laughs) This this is awesome. They actually... grab grab one stick and push it and then it comes up all the time as jackpot it's amazing lights up the best thing ever (laughs) i love these
1: celebrations yeah that was the best video i saw on social media this week that was
2: hilarious (laughs)
0: the the only thing i don't get about football and it's the only sport that does it how the hell can you do that but you can't stand over the guy after you tackle him you get a flag for it the whole team goes running over and they're sitting there patting him on the shoulder come on oh jackpot they get up they're doing the thing like relax
2: (laughs) it's on the sidelines you can do whatever on the sidelines 15 yards for taunting you can do whatever on the sidelines. Just don't do it on the field. You need a mom comment. Our good friend Adam Hooper. It takes too long. It's terrible. <laughs>
0: he is right. It does take a while. They all got to run to the, the far corner and everything like that. It's... But by then, it's the third down anyways. Who cares?
2: <laughs>
0: Jackpot slot machine on the field. <laughs> but they suspend a guy in the NFL for gambling. <laughs>
2: Imagine being the equipment guy for UNLV. Did you get the balls? Yep. Yep. Did you get the equipment? The jerseys? How about the slot machine?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The equipment guy's like, that's it. I'm hiring a damn intern. (laughs)
0: Exactly. (laughs) Don't you know,
1: pump it up. You've got to pump it up! And we have some Pump It or Dump It submissions to get to now. I plucked this one out of the pile because it's been a long time since I've heard this song. song is party all the time by eddie murphy released in 1985 and it was submitted by frank and tecumseh so fellas if you're at a party are you pumping it or dumping it
2: oh come on Rashad. i'm pumping this
1: every day of the week. <laughs>
2: This is a classic. (laughs) Oh, man. Frank, way to pull this
0: one out. What a beauty.
2: I can't believe somebody found this song and still plays this song. (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) It's incredible.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> incredible. This is, I can only see this in, in Manny's sleep tonight. The dream he's going to have. Jumping on a loose ball fumble that he creates from the quarterback's hand. He runs over to the slot machine, pulls the thing down. Not only does he hit jackpot, it plays party all the time by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and at some point, Manny just streaks from one end zone to the other.
2: Run through a wall, baby. Hey, let's go. Come on. Come on, Rashad. You like
1: this song, right? <laughs> the nostalgia factor was pretty funny. Yeah, it was good. Um, you didn't didn't, pump it. Didn't Bruce Willis release one around the same time, too? I'm pretty sure he did.
0: Oh, oh my. wow. that might be next week <laughs> oh, Now you just gave another listener another idea they're gonna, they're, they're Hey Roy in London, get on it
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna
0: pump this you, are I'll you, pump this Are you pumping this? Oh yeah. yeah, come on <laughs> Just to laugh off most of news.
2: Yeah, It would be great, right? Like everybody's talking all of a sudden this song comes on Everybody looks at each other and went, oh Oh yeah <laughs>
0: Eddie Murphy is a musical genius He he does it all He does it all
1: And that's our debate for this episode I want to hear the song again
2: (laughs) Uh, We are not done We have our second episode of the week being released this Friday
0: That's right, the OT Our guest this week, Ian Kennedy from the Hockey News to talk
1: about Hockey Canada. Ooh. Yeah, stay tuned Big for that. Time story. Yeah, a lot of meat on that bone for sure. And uh, remember to follow us on our social media accounts, Podcast FFC on Twitter and Instagram, for future considerations on Facebook.
2: And if you have any show or guest suggestions or questions like Roy did and Philip did and Frank and Tecumseh <laughs> pulling up, <laughs> out the music,
1: Yes.
0: Send us an email for future considerations at gmail.com. And we want to thank our sponsors on this episode. Without them, they would probably still be doing the show. But we really <laughs> appreciate London Awnings, quality of that shows. And we're still waiting for the check in the mail from Shane Topolovic, of Next Level Athletics in Windsor, specializing in sport training and nutrition.
1: He's probably waiting for our check in the mail. There's probably some miscommunication.
0: (laughs) Yeah, in in theory, we do owe him a lot more than he owes us. uh, At at episode 147, that the door is still open and Next Level Athletics is actually pretty impressive. Don't worry, we'll cover his water
2: (laughs) (laughs) when we go out again.
1: (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will talk to you on the OT on the next edition of Four Future Considerations. That was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. In my opinion, that sucked. Their
2: mentality's awful. Their attitude's awful. It's been their MO for the last three
1: years. Tonight I saw and heard one of the most disgusting, rudest, sick demonstrations in my entire career. Probably the worst. It's garbage! And the editor that let it come out is garbage.
0: You're still here? It's over. Go home.